being able to run a business, but also stay very lean and know that you don't have to be there all the time in order to deliver information that your prospects and your customers need. Welcome to Monday Mornings with Michelle, the new business podcast. Whether you're kicking off your day or kickstarting your business, Michelle is going to kick your ass into next week with the essential fours, strategy, systems, support, and state of mind. Now, welcome to center stage, Michelle Nedelec. Hey there, peeps. This is Michelle Nedelec, and I am super glad that you're here with us today because I'm here with my amazing guest, Melissa. Melissa, thank you so much for being with us here today. Thanks so much for having me. Awesome. So give us a 5,000 foot view of who you are and what you love to do. Okay. Uh, my name is Melissa Kwan. I'm the co-founder and CEO of eWebinar. Uh, eWebinar is an automated webinar solution. We turn any video into an interactive webinar that you can set on a recurring schedule, which means you can do a thousand demos, trainings, onboarding webinars without ever being there to actually host them. Um, I love traveling and have been a digital nomad for around four years now. Nice. I love that. That's awesome. So how did you get into webinars? Well, eWebinars is my third startup. So webinars is, I mean, it's really the only way for, especially technology companies, or I guess any company nowadays, right? To reach out to so many of your customers at the same time. Um, without physically being there, hopping on a plane or jumping in a car. So I've always used webinars in my business process. So whether it's to sell, to onboard, to train, to educate customers. And the problem was a lot of these webinars were exactly the same. And I had always envisioned this magic solution that would allow me to deliver the same webinar over and over without me actually being there so I can go and have fun and just enjoy my life. So webinars has been always been a very prevalent part of my life. Um, I've used them since 10 years ago. Um, and I just never really thought it was that efficient, especially if it seems like something that can be automated. Um, and that's really how I got into it. it. It was just the bane of my existence for, for many, many years. And, and I sold my startup, my last startup in 2019. And I decided that saving people from doing the same webinar over and over again is what I wanted to do next. Nice, I love that. So are you more focused on the sales aspect of helping people get a sales webinar out there and doing that, or is it still onboarding and training and everything? Well, I think it's both, right? I think what we focus on is all the repetitive stuff. Cause I think the, I mean, the definition of automation is, you know, being able to replace something you're doing over and over again. So that applies to, you know, sales pitches. It doesn't have to be tech companies, right? We work with a lot of um, coaches, a lot of um, course creators that are using this to deliver their sales pitch 24 seven around the world. Um, but a lot of those companies also have an onboarding process or a training process, or maybe any sort of um, customer update process, right? So anytime you want to repeat a message over and over is really where we shine. So we don't really focus on just a single function, but I think if we look at um, a lot of companies that we a lot of companies that we serve, it's it's mainly sales, marketing, and lead gen, and then post sales, which is really training and onboarding. Nice, I love that. So, out of all of those, who do you love to serve and support? Who's your favorite client? 
That's well, what we a were, question to ask. I was like, I love all my children. <laughs> I know. I do love all my children. Uh, I want to love all my children, but um, I do have one favorite children <laughs> or one favorite child. Um, it's definitely, um, definitely trainers um, because it's really because of our business model. Uh, we price by the number of active webinars that you have. Once you publish a webinar, you can schedule it for as many times as you want. We don't have a limit as to how many times you run it. But as you can imagine, if you are in lead gen, you might have, you know, one or two webinars, but if you're in training, you could have, you know, 20 in the next month. Right. So just from a business model perspective, yes, I think post sales, um, any sort of success role is better for us, but we are on a mission to change people's minds about how webinars can be run, which is you don't have to be there to run them. Um, and you can do that 24 seven without physically being there. So while I think there's a segment of customers that are better for us for business, um, anybody that uses us is just an extra case study to help us spread the word. And, and that's just as important. Nice. I love that. Uh, Cause when I was coaching, I used to tell people to find you know, the, the forties, you got to find out what you can delegate. What do you, what do you have to delete? Uh, but it was also, what do you have to duplicate? Like, what are you doing over and over and over and over again that you could just have a video or a PDF, <laughs> just give it to somebody and yeah. whether it's their onboarding or anything. So I am, I'm loving this. You're preaching to the choir. Talk to me about kind of what it looks like when somebody comes and works with you, what kind of things do they have to have in place or have prepared for you or like, where do you well, expect our, your clients to be? Yeah, I mean, our software is all self-serve, right? It's it's almost like a MailChimp. You come to the website. If, it, if this is something that resonates with you, you can sign up for a free trial. You have all the features accessible. But the one thing that you do need is a video. And nowadays, I think most people have a video. Um, it doesn't have to be a dedicated video that you recorded just for this. I think a lot of people that are already in this profession probably has, um, you know, a previous Zoom video that they that they did, right? So a lot of solopreneurs that we work with, they might have live launches, right? Before us, they might do a live launch once a quarter. So you could actually take that, the, the recording video of that one and repurpose it into a new webinar. It doesn't have to be a fresh video, but I think um, any video that you have is the only real element that we need. But I would say that, Ideally, you already have your ideal customer profile um, already defined. Like you already know who you're selling to because the most important thing when you automate a pitch, whether it's an onboarding pitch or a sales pitch is you have a repeatable process that works for you. If you don't have that yet, the only way to craft a pitch that you know works is to speak to as many customers as you can and get real life feedback. So I always tell people like, don't automate anything or automate your pitch, automate your webinar until you know exactly what your customer's objections are. Because unless you know that, you can't work that into your presentation. So even for me, I did eight straight weeks of 20 to 30 demos, like a, uh, a week uh, before, like when we were launching this product, before I even automate, automated my own demo. So it's so important when you sell to someone one-on-one, -on -one, you can react, right? Like depending on what they say, you can react and then it's easier to make that sale. But to sell to someone or to convince them to take an action when you're not in front of them, that's really a different 
I think that's a different craft. Um, and you have to understand your, your, your own offering and how your customers react to your presentation in order to come up with, I guess, the perfect pitch, right? Otherwise, um, you're not going to convert anybody, right? People come to me and they say, oh, I automated my webinar and I'm not making any sales. So this software doesn't work for me. Like we're just a mediator, right? We're just a platform. You still have to go and do the work and craft your sales presentation to guide someone you've never met to a close. So how do you do that, right? It's not as easy as, well, here's my offering, sign up, right? There is, there is an art to it. So um, definitely a video, but second, like just know your product and your customers so well that you already have a repeatable process. Nice, love that. So when you're talking about you just need a video, it's not really that you just need a video. You need a video of you doing your <laughs> sales pitch uh, in front of people and, that, and where it has converted. So do you help people to craft their pitch and to set up that webinar? So we don't, um, but we offer, um, like we have a lot of content. We have a lot of training content on our YouTube channel, also within the product um, that helps guide people through some of this. Um, I also recommend um, a book called um, The Presentation Secrets of Steve Jobs. He did not write that book, uh, Carmen Gallo did, but a lot of principles in there are super useful. I definitely recommend that. Um, and then there are experts that we work with that we would refer um, if somebody needed help actually crafting their script, but we don't pretend to be the experts in, in that field. We're really just a software. Nice, love it. So what, what does the software give somebody? What are the benefits of having it and using it? Well, the benefits is, you never have to do the same webinar twice, right? Like for a lot of people that are listening to this and have webinars in their workflow, like this is a dream come true, right? To do one perfect video and launch it as a webinar, like with the registration page, with lead capture, with follow-ups, with notifications, but also be able to program things like polls, question tips, resources that are delivered through the e-webinar experience. So it's almost more interactive than a live webinar, right? Because it's automated, you can put all the bells and whistles into it that a typical Zoom does not have. Um, so that's really the benefit um, to be able to really clone and automate yourself. I think in business, we love to say, oh, I wish I could clone myself. Like, I think this is really as, as close as it gets. Like, but not only are you able to deliver the same thing over and over without being there, you're not losing the one-on-one -on -one communication that actually makes webinar so valuable because within e-webinar, there's an asynchronous chat component. So people are always like, well, what, if I automate it, what do people have a question, right? So we've yeah. got, a yeah, so we've got a very robust chat feature that's built in where if people have a question, they type, they type it to you through the chat. If you happen to be there, you can hop in to respond live. But if not, if, you, if you're sleeping, which sometimes that happens, and you respond when you wake up, um, you, they will get an email response. So it's almost like landing on any website, you know, that little chat bubble that pops up, that's like, hey, Michelle, how can I help you? It's the exact same, uh, it's the exact same method of communication. So um, you don't have to be there to respond to every single question. People will get an auto response and you can respond later. And that's the feature that really allows you to run your business 24 seven without being there. And for a lot of entrepreneurs, I think that's so important because you only have so many hours, your team only has so many hours and you have limited resources, right? So I think that's, 
um, one of the biggest benefits is being able to run a business, but also stay very lean and know that you don't have to be there all the time in order to deliver information that your prospects and your customers need. Nice. Love that. So you'd mentioned there's polls and quizzes. So this isn't just because I'm assuming somebody has a web, they're doing their sales by webinar they could, you know, videotape that and go, Hey, we have an offer and you can watch it now. You can watch it at one o'clock. But what your software does is even better because you're not just producing a video for people. You're, you're creating this interactive video now. So now they can chat with you. Now they can pull. I'm assuming you get the data from those polls and somehow, you know, they're having an experience of, wow, they're actually, <laughs> they're actually listening to me. This is, because <laughs> yeah, I, actually, I can tell when I go into a webinar and it's like, oh yeah, we're live. Hi, Susie. Hi, Mike. And it's like, dude, you're not live. Like, I know you're not live. Yeah. <laughs> and that's like, videos, that's the kind of practice that I'm so against. Like, it's so cringy, you know, like before <laughs> I was like, I, like, I know there are other um, similar solutions out there and they're almost built around the idea that they want to deceive the consumer. Like consumers are so smart nowadays and it takes so much to build up trust and credibility. You do not want to pretend that you're live when you're not. Like exactly what you said, right? Like, oh, hey, Michelle, hey, Melissa. Like, no, you're not there. Don't do that, right? <laughs> we like we want to deliver an experience that is so elevated that it doesn't matter if you know you are there, like video live or not, right? Because what matters to people is they get the information when they want it at the moment that they want it. And they want the information to be beautiful and delivered nicely and compelling, right? It's not like, oh, if you're not there, then I don't wanna watch it. Like it's, you know, it's like the Netflix of webinars, right? We no longer require TV shows to be live. In fact, we don't want them to be live. No. We wanna access them and we wanna binge on them, right? We wanna watch them on the weekends in bed, right? So it's, it's the, the concept is really similar. And I think we've really, I mean, I, I like to call this net, the Netflix effect, but I think Netflix has really changed how we want to consume video content. And it's, oh, you know, there's still, there's still some people that think, oh, well, live is better. Well, who said, right? Because actually the average watch time for all of our customers um, or the average attendance rate, I mean, is 65%. I mean, that's unheard of for anyone that's run webinars, right? Like, I mean, a that's lot of people say, oh, like sign up for my webinar uh, next Tuesday at 11. Well, your next Tuesday at 11 is not the same as mine. <laughs> Right. So I'm going to register for and get the replay, but how many replays are in inboxes completely untouched, right? There's like a replay graveyard in, like every, in every inbox. But um, we also wanted to deliver an experience that's almost like the interactive TV that never was, right? Like when the internet came up, people were like, oh, it's like interactive TV, but that never really happened, right? So we, when we were designing the experience, it was less like, oh, let's see what Zoom or GoToWebinar is doing. No, that's been done. Right? How do we create an experience that makes people want to participate, that makes them want to play with something, right? But also by having those mechanisms, you're allowing the host to collect better data, right? Where did you find my webinar? Who referred you to us? All of those data points are collected over time. So you actually get better data the more you run it. It's not like a Zoom replay that's not hosted on YouTube or Wistia where there is no more poll that you can participate in. <laughs> Right. So it's, it's a fresh experience that's, you know, that it doesn't matter if you're watching it today or tomorrow, the experience is the exact same. And also there's no, like, can you hear me? You know, there's no connection. <laughs> right. issue, Am right? I muted? And, yeah. Like, or as someone that's watching it on their phone, like it, the, if you can want, if you have strong enough connection to watch it on your device, if you have strong enough connection to watch a video, you can already watch a new webinar. 
it doesn't take that much bandwidth because it's not a live video. Right. Nice. This is awesome. So give us an example of one of your client Cinderella stories. I mean, I, I love, I mean, because freedom is my number one priority in life, like saying in the beginning that I have been a digital nomad for four years. Like I just, it just matters so much to me that I get to dictate my own time. Um, that's the thing that keeps me going with, with our customers. And we have a lot of stories that are like, you know, we save 124 hours, uh, 10, 125 hours a week because of you, blah, blah, blah. But those data points are not as exciting to me as once I got an email from someone that says, thank you so much for making this. I'm taking my first vacation in a year and a half because of this. Wow. And that's the kind of thing that gets me going because it's an emotional thing, right? It's, it's not even quantifiable, right? And I think a lot of people are, even when we're coming up with our language for our website, it's like, well, we help you get your time back so you can spend it on other, you know, spend it on other things. But it's not about that, right? For me, it's about how about if, if we help you get your time back to do something that's fun or to spend more time with friends and family or to do nothing at all. I mean, that's pretty good. Well, right? yeah, we and I can't tell you how many of our clients are like, I just want my business to run on autopilot so that I can make money and I can go to the beach. <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's and that's exactly, cool, right? we, we have this obsession about like, let's get our time back and be more productive. It's like, I don't want to be more productive. <laughs> I want to be less productive. And I start like, we, I conceptualize this product because it was infringing on my fun. I remember when I was nomading in my, in my previous company, I was using, you know, Zoom to run trainings and, and that was fine. You know, it was what I needed to do, but I would be 4 a.m. in Japan and, you know, it was a Saturday night or Sunday night and then I have to go home because that was the only time that my customer was available so that I had to do this demo for them to, you know, and, and I already did that yesterday, but it was infringing on me living my life, right? And it wasn't like, you know, a one-on-one -on -one call. I mean, those are, those are still very special. And I, and it doesn't mean that you have to give up the interactivity with your customers and the connection with your customers. In fact, automating what you can allows you to have more meaningful time on the things that cannot be automated. Right. I think that's the most important thing. It's like doing more does not mean better, like harder. Like we don't need to work harder. We need to work more creatively. I love that. And I, as a business automation company, <laughs> we're telling our clients that all the time. You don't lose that connection with your clients. You improve it because a computer is there 24 seven when they're available. So when they're doing their thing, they get the answers they need and want so that they can move forward with you. And then it allows you to do the thing that only a human can do. And that is to be creative. Like computers can't be creative. They can't come up. They can jostle things around, but that's not exactly creativity. And that's your mojo. That's I'm, I'm loving it. And you are totally preaching to the choir. So what are some of the stumbling blocks that somebody might be having right now, listening to this going, Oh my God, Melissa, I need you so badly. The stumbling block. I would definitely say no holidays. <laughs> Um, I, I would say like the biggest obstacle for someone coming into our platform is like, they need to make the perfect video, right? I want to have the perfect asset, but you know, like, I mean, you would know you're an entrepreneur. I always say like, it's better to be 95% early than a hundred percent late, right? <laughs> like nothing is perfect. And the only thing, like the only person that knows that is you. 
In fact, the, the reason why people love webinars more than produced videos is because it's authentic. Like it's you, it doesn't have to be shot by a studio, right? Like a webinar, a webinar allows your prospects and your customers to meet the authentic you, right? Like you can stumble, you don't have to cut that out. Like you can say your ums and ahs, and it feels like you're having a conversation, right? You're not reading a script. And I always tell people like, don't wait till your, your video is perfect before you launch your, your webinar, take your replay, see how people react, see what questions they ask. And when you're ready, take that feedback and make a better one and then make a better one and make a better one because you can always improvise on that. It is so quick to launch your first webinar. You upload a video, you put some polls and questions and resources in it. You can publish that within the first 10 minutes. But then we have people that come in. I'm not kidding you, Michelle. It's been a year and a half and they have not put in their first video, but they want to keep paying us because they think by paying us, that motivates them to start. Like I even email these people and say, do you want to cancel your account? Because it just doesn't feel right. Cause I know, I know these people, right. We've, we've haven't been around for that long. And a lot of these guys are my friends, <laughs> but they're like, no, this makes me feel like I have to do it. So just don't be a perfectionist. But I think that applies not just for e-webinar, right. Not just for coming onto our platform. I think that applies really for anything that you do in business. You cannot iterate and make it better unless you're willing to put it out there and see how people react to it. And then I think you'll be pleasantly surprised how little people will care about the things that you care about. <laughs> I love that. And it's so true. That is awesome. So I know our listeners are going to want more from you. How do they start their journey with you? Yeah. So you can go to ewebinar.com slash strategies, um, and you'll be able to, um, you'll be able to get a demo of eWebinar, read a little bit more about it and also connect with me on LinkedIn. Awesome, I love that. Uh, so before I let you go, I have to ask you, at what point in life did you know that you were a special kind of crazy enough to think that you could become an entrepreneur? I used to sell little origami cranes in um, elementary school because we immigrated from Hong Kong and Origami was a really big thing in Asia and um, we immigrated to Canada and I would sell these little origami cranes that no one had ever seen before in grade four. And I would sell them for like 25 cents and then I would go buy popsicles. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, I never thought I was like crazy. I just thought, oh, cool, like free money. Yeah. But more recently, 10 years ago, I quit my job, my last job at SAP and thought, oh, I think I'll start a tech company having no idea what a startup was, no idea what a tech company was. I, I thought I would just start one. Um, and, and that's what happened. I, I would do it very differently looking back, but that, that was the <laughs> craziest moment. I think I'll just do the hardest thing on the planet. That sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that, that it was going to be, but that's, um, two years later, I'm like, what was that? Like, why, why did I do that? <laughs> that is awesome. I love that. So did you end up selling that company too? No, actually I, this is my third, the first company morphed into my second. Okay. So um, the first and second company was really an eight-year journey, um, and I sold my second one. So I incorporated nice. a second one, but it felt like one one very long decade. <laughs> I also know that feeling as well. That's awesome. <laughs> Melissa, you've been fabulous. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it immensely. Any last words for our peeps? Um, 
I would say check out your webinar, um, check out your webinar.com slash strategies. I would love to hear from you. Um, if you have any questions about um, use cases, what you can and can't automate, or if you just want to brainstorm some ideas, uh, reach out to me on LinkedIn. I would love to hear from you. That sounds awesome. Thank you. This is Michelle Nedelec. Thank you for being with us here today. If you know anyone who'd make a great guest for the show, or if you have a question or topic you'd like me to discuss, reach out to me at michelle at awarenessstrategies.com or connect with me on LinkedIn or Facebook. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you for listening to our show. I'm all about being a resource center for entrepreneurs to give them the information and the support that they need to make it in business. As such, the notes for this show can be found at our website at awarenessstrategies.com slash blog. Be sure to subscribe, give us a rating, I like five stars personally, and share with your friends.